0: Listening to the People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali
1: Bunker.
2: Yes, welcome back to the People's Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, of course, as always, Ali Bunker. I say always not all the time. Sometimes I'm not here. Anyway, we're joined this week by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, how are you? I'm
3: all right, getting getting closer, ever closer to our special week.
2: Special special week ahead, indeed. We'll get onto that in a second. Matt Bumby, how are you? I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. You are back. You missed last week's episode. Did you listen to it?
0: I did listen to it.
2: Did you like? No,
0: because I couldn't hear my own voice. <laughs> you could have just talked to yourself. For
3: joking, it was a good
2: episode. I liked it. Ta oh, ta, oh, thanks.
3: Um, <laughs> what the <fuck> was that? <laughs> Um, yeah. that would be your gimmick if you were a wrestler they'd make you speak like like what they think an english person sounds like yes exactly like jack
2: gallagher mm. or Brilliant he Regal. actually does speak like that well it? he's got a mank accent though yeah but anyway anyway. <laughs> anyway moving on um right so yes as you may or may not be aware it is wrestlemania season we are well, we're nearly at the end the, the sort of what would you call the finish line of the road to WrestleMania? Getting to, to the go-homes. Yeah, we're on the, we're on the home straight. Um, and this will actually be our go-home show for WrestleMania, won't it? Yeah. We won't be doing one next week. You know why? Tell me.
0: Because so I'll be in bed by this
2: point next week. <laughs> so Matt, Matt will probably be in bed by this time next week. Are you not going to watch the first Spurs game? It's not on telly, though, is it? Yeah, but you can get it online, surely.
0: Yeah, I'll... Find out what school was in the morning.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and so Aidan and I will be on our way down to uh, Heathrow. Probably be there by this time. <laughs>
3: I hope so, unless something's gone terribly <laughs> wrong.
2: So uh, we'll be staying in a hotel night before. Matt will be joining us at approximately oh, sometime between four and half four in the morning. Um, not in our hotel room. He doesn't just room. show up. No, at the airport, and then we'll be on our way to New York City via Frankfurt. Uh, for about an hour I'm And we'll actually Sausage and beer fest <laughs> I don't think we're going to have time For a sausage and beer fest In I'm the I'm hour and 20 be minutes we going
3: to New Jersey, right?
2: Well, yeah We're going to fly into New York, though WrestleMania's in New Jersey Oh, no, Newark's No, we're flying to New no, Newark's in New, Ge- in New Jersey Newark is in New Jersey, right um, And then, yes we'll be, Then we'll be going to New York City <laughs> Couple of detours so, Straight to our uh, accommodation In Brooklyn Aidan's favourite place Um, And yeah, then straight back out again to uh, the VIP new (laughs) Day session at Access, where we seem to be spending most of our time now (laughs) at Access while we're away. Not now. Not right now. But yeah, so uh, we'll be at Access on uh, Thursday evening, Friday morning, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday Sunday morning. I thought it was Saturday morning. Oh no, it's Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, and Sunday morning. That's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and in the evenings, obviously, we're, we're going to be busy. So it'll be, a busy, it'll be a busy trip, but I am looking forward to it. Hey, how, are you, how are you feeling about this trip, eh? Hey? Never been to New York.
3: Never been to New York. Only been to America once and not as a, a legal adult. adult. you mean... Yeah. Okay. I've been a legal adult for a while, but <laughs> not in American terms. Um, I was more excited a couple of days ago until I saw the photos of the MetLife yesterday. Not true, apparently. Not true? Not true.
2: not? They're two years old, those photos. Really?
3: Yeah. Ah, well, I've been duped. Yeah, I was
2: duped too. I sent them been to the WrestleMania duped. travel WhatsApp group and then everybody came back and slated me. It was like, man, these are so old.
3: Do you have a WrestleMania friends? They're not my
2: friends, all right? I just wanted to Ooh, keep friends. up to date. That's how I got the access stuff.
3: Wrestling friends. That's
2: how I got the access info.
3: Wrestling friends. I thought it was Facebook.
2: Nope. It was a screenshot of someone who, on the WhatsApp group. Fair enough. Um, who posted that. And i will just stolen quickly and sent them straight to you
3: guys. I did wonder where it, where it said forwarded, and I was like, who have you been talking to about access <laughs> yeah. times?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's from that group. Um, so it's quite handy, that group.
3: Thanks but they're for quite I'm, I'm handy. that
2: group. Are you? Yeah. What, the WhatsApp group? Not the WhatsApp group, no. I'm in the... No, I'm in the WhatsApp one.
3: I was going to say thanks for the invite. Oh, get <laughs> you. <laughs> you, can,
2: you can have the invite link if you want.
3: Matt and I will start our own other WhatsApp group with other wrestling friends. Go for it, I'll join that one too. We'll start one with Ashley. I'm sure he'll, up, he'll be up for it. I'm sure he would be.
0: I'll, yeah. I'll be able I'll be jealous of my fucking title. Just you wait? Yeah. Well,
2: maybe you we will. Maybe will. Who knows, who knows. But anyway, so it's a very exciting time for us PW Peepers. <laughs> oh, you've ruined it. You've ruined it. Uh, fucking Peep-
3: ruined it. You have to come up with a new nickname now. PW Not that Peepers. it was ever Peepers. Yeah.
2: Well... They're the PW Peeps, and we're the PW Peepers.
3: (laughs) Are we not the Peepies?
2: Anyway, right, so let's get on to what we wanted to talk about this week. And for just a bit of a change of pace, we're not going to go through Raw and Smackdown this week, because we've been doing that for (laughs) 61, 62 episodes, whatever it is. Uh, Occasionally we throw the odd special in there. Um, But this week, we're going all out on the WrestleMania theme. Yeah, buddy. So, what did, so we decided we would do this week was to, you know, have a little bit of discussion about some of our favourite things to do with WrestleMania. Some of our not-so-favourite things to do with WrestleMania. We split some categories up. I think there were six in total. So, we've both taken two each to discuss that length in the podcast. Um don't ask me how we came up with the categories. It was kind of just off the top of our heads. And don't ask me how... Well, firstly, I don't know how it landed on me to choose who gets what category, but but it did. Well, you're the host. <laughs> oh, okay. Um it did, and then I just randomly went and put names next to things. What I did do, Matt, though, is give you one positive category, because, you know, you can be, a bit, you can be a bit negative sometimes. <laughs> and I didn't find it hard. Did you not? That's what she said. No. Um... Fair enough, fair enough. So the categories were, off the top of my head, greatest matches, which that was one for me, um, underrated matches, so matches that perhaps people don't necessarily think of when they think of greatest matches ever at WrestleMania. Aiden's got that one. Uh, Matt, you had overrated matches, so literally the opposite of what I just said about Aiden's category. <laughs> I'm sure you can find some um, positivity in that section of the, uh, of, the of the WrestleMania categories. Best Mania as well Matt So greatest card overall Best event overall We, I got the worst one So I mean There's some Pretty good candidates For that one And Aiden's got a collection Of the greatest WrestleMania moments Of all time So lads Who wants to go first?
3: Well Shall we do Round Robin Of like Yeah we do Round oh, Robin ro- You do one I'll do one Matt does one
2: But I'm the dealer So start to the left Of the dealer <laughs> All right,
3: then. Mm. <laughs> so your first category up is... I've forgotten about it. The
2: before. underrated matches. Underrated matches of WrestleMania. So we go from three down to one?
3: I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's no set format. For, for me, pers- I can narrow it down to three, but for the WrestleMania matches, the underrated matches, I have five. I don't know if we want to hear five. I'll kind of skim through them, or shall we just do three? Well,
2: uh, I think we can go five we we'll It depends how long you talk
3: about each one. It won't be very long. Um, so I'm going That's to work my way down from yeah. from number five to the Audio number one. All the innuendos. So I'm going to start with maybe a bit of a surprising one. Well, it's underrated, so it should be a bit of a surprise. So the general um, theme of these matches, uh, the thing that kind of links them all in common, uh, is that they're they're on the. Most of them are on the same show as a typically much talked about match, classic WrestleMania match. Um, And if these were, say, the main event or the main match of those cards, they would they wouldn't be considered underrated. But because something else overshadowed them on the same card, that's what I'm going for. So makes sense. Makes sense. Entry number five is from WrestleMania 12, and it's Undertaker versus Diesel now
2: interesting choice
3: i've never typically interesting i've never ty- typically been a fan of diesel slash kevin nash slash oz you can tell him that I have access <laughs> i can and i probably won't um <laughs> that's already met him isn't you? i have indeed on first name basis I've met everyone in you. um Kev. so yeah undertaker and diesel reason being undertaker and Diesel played his part in it as well. Managed to pull a good match out of Diesel, which, from my point Not of many view... people did. ...wasn't a very common thing.
2: <laughs> well, there's only one other person who ever did that, and I think that was Bret Hart. Hart yeah. <laughs> um, and i was, Maybe sure Michaels. I
3: was watching it earlier today, and The Undertaker did a lot for Diesel in this match in making him look dominant, yeah. and and the way that, to be fair, Vince on commentary was as well. And um, Joe Lawler was at his kind of... Comic best, um, and yeah, it was it was quite quite a lo- um, lengthy, drawn out card for uh, match for something towards the middle uh, of the card. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good match in the end. And these all it looked like two main eventers going at it. Like. I,
0: am I wrong in thinking he didn't? He left quite soon after
2: this.
3: Yeah, this was, was his
2: last match in the WWE. But last match. Yeah, before he left for WCW. Because
3: he left in like May, didn't he? I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it was his last match.
2: I think it was his last match. I don't think he was on TV afterwards. He might have had some recorded, perhaps. But I think it was his last match, which surprises me as to you say about Taker, like, selling for him, making him look dominant, and Vince as well, because they knew he was leaving. Mm. Um, do you know what? Talking about this, I, whenever I hear of people talk about Undertaker's greatest WrestleMania matches, obviously some of the later ones are, you know, undoubtedly up there but this one does actually always bring to mind for me not because it's a great great match but I just think given the circumstances you know it's with Diesel he's leaving there was a and there, there was a decent-ish build-up to this feud I don't know if you remember the feud you were too not, young for it anyway but Matt, do you I remember something kicked off the Rumble didn't it? I'm not sure where it kicked off, but I know that it, it culminated, basically, Diesel saying he wasn't scared of the Undertaker, he wasn't scared of caskets and stuff, and then the Undertaker did that thing. He destroyed we, his we,
3: casket, didn't he?
2: Yeah, I think so, and he, he put, he did like a, a dummy oh, of Diesel. Yeah, the wax dummy, yeah. Yeah, in, in the casket, which was fucking, like, at the time, I was like, how? what? <laughs> this is
3: insane. So
2: that was quite cool for the time.
3: I remember uh, hearing Bruce Pritchard telling that story, actually. Yeah. And how they'd put together, they'd got like this massively expensive waxwork put together and stuff that looked vaguely like him from a distance. But for it, when they,
2: they showed it close up on the camera, but I think they might have swapped him out for it.
3: Yeah, well, they they were like trying to f- figure out how to do it. And apparently Kevin Nash was just like, why don't we just do some pre tapes? Yeah. Just, just do some close ups of me and the thing. They were like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so they just did that instead. <laughs> but so they had somebody, I don't know if they had somebody. Or put the wax dummy in. I think they had somebody in the casket for the live crowd. Yeah. Um, but like, obviously, from a distance, you couldn't really tell. Um, but yeah, the close-ups were all pre-taped. Uh, that makes
2: sense now. That's why it looked exactly yeah. like him. <laughs> I always kind of thought that as well. Because it, like, it, it literally was him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I've just stolen
3: your thunder. Um. So yeah, that, that's that's my my number five entry. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, it's just ones you don't really. Think about when you think like when you think of WrestleMania 12, yeah. you think of Sean and the Iron Man match with Brett. Um,
0: Which, going back on it, a lot of people are shit all over that match.
3: The Iron Man match.
0: Yeah. Have they? Yeah. You read a lot. I've read a lot of stuff this week. Um, of people shitting all over
3: that. I bet it's because it was nil nil. Yeah, it was too. It no, it's be- because.
0: If you do watch it, there is like bits
3: where it. There's a lot of like long. A yeah, there's long drawn out periods, but it was one of the first, if not the first Iron Man match in WWE, wasn't it? I so think it was the
2: first one that they did on
3: TV. It's got to take some kind of figuring out and planning, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, yeah. So that's my number five: Undertaker versus Diesel. Uh, my number four is the um, the the most recent entry. Out of all of these. And it's from WrestleMania 25. So what will be 10 the years? That's the year? most recent.
2: Yeah. Ooh, I could pick of loads of underrated ones in the last 10 years.
3: I think it's, it was because I was kind of going for more... Uh, ones that have had more time to have been digested. Like, I wouldn't want to class something from last year as underrated. Because there's still years to come before those like kind of discussions are generally held. Um, so my entry from WrestleMania 25, overlooked by the obvious, is... Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy Interesting Because I thought Although Kind of silly It had actually a good build up Going into it Did Matt kill Jeff's dog? He supposedly <laughs> uh, Burnt burnt his house down And killed his dog Jack And now they're fine Um Yeah Yeah they're over it now <laughs> Um And uh, Matt set off the fireworks And Jeff Hardy's face And all that kind of shit Um but it was a good it was actually a good match and there was the best thing for it I think was that they were given no disqualification stipulation. Um and there's a couple there was one hell of a bump from Jeff when he did a leg drop off a huge ladder and missed. Mm-hmm. It was like it fucking kills your spine. But I thought it was a good match overall and there was obviously you could tell it was a dream for them to get their singles WrestleMania match, which they eventually did, and then Matt gets the win with a hell of a twist of fate. So I thought it was actually a very good match and no one ever remembered it.
2: That's the thing I was going to say. I don't I don't remember a lot from this match, if I'm honest. I remember at the time feeling slightly disappointed in it. I mean just because I really want Jeff Hardy to win at the time.
3: Yeah, that's probably
2: um but yeah, no, I know I mean I'd have to go back and watch it, if I'm honest. But
0: yeah. I watched I watched highlights from it the other day and actually. Yeah, it looking back on it, it is Got
2: that better with time, yeah. I think there's, I think you could say that for a lot of matches in recent WrestleManias that they will be looked upon more favorably in a few years' time, like so. You're you haven't got anything from the last 10 years, which is fine, but like I'd say last year, like Finn versus Seth versus Miz, like in a triple threat, was just an incredible, incredible match that you just don't really hear get
3: talked about, yeah.
2: I think. In a few years time It'll be okay Okay yeah These guys are There'll be like...
3: conversations For best opening matches Yeah That's got to be
2: in there Yeah exactly And then Charlotte versus Asuka as well I mean that was I thought that was a brilliant Brilliant match One of the best matches I've seen I at WrestleMania
3: Those two matches Being overshadowed Probably by the Ronda match
2: Yeah exactly Or you know Just the general Rest of the event Or the other 20 <laughs> matches <that laughs> Yeah one of The other 100 <laughs> matches
3: That there were um, um, But yeah So yeah that That's my number four entry Um Little brother on brother feud, brother brother. <laughs> um, so that leads me to number three. Now we're in the top three, bronze medal position, and it's one of a trilogy. Uh, and it's the first <coughs> edition of the trilogy. I think I know what you're gonna say. And it's obviously Triple H versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 17. I don't know why. From all the video packages, this match has been wiped from history. I don't understand I it. don't get it at all. Because in a stacked WrestleMania card at 17, this is probably third in best match of the night. Mm-hmm. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. That's still match of the year. There weren't many
2: that. bad matches on that card, to be fair.
3: And it just felt like there were no titles. In it. it wasn't surrounding a title or anything like that. It was just two real huge main eventers kicking each other's ass all over the fucking arena yeah to the point where the referee gets decked and is down for 12 minutes <laughs> <laughs> literally a, a minimum it was definitely in double fi- uh, double digits um and Triple H takes a choke slam off the i guess like camera it's scaffolding like area yeah. um and it, you don't see it on camera but it definitely looks relatively padded around <laughs> there <laughs> to say the least but um, it was just a sort of brutal match It just felt like a fight And when you compare it to the 27 and 28 matches It, it All three of their matches have had stipulations Actually I don't know if 27 did Maybe I'm not sure um, But yeah this one just doesn't get brought up there's, It's weird when there's, they have ne- their feud, there's never any clips of it When they had their, their feud they in They never the last, ever mentioned Yeah, it. Not once was it mentioned I that they'd think
0: fought it's before. because it's not It's Undertaker as as American, American Badass, I'm not, not the Undertaker because if you watch it, like the streak, of, like when they mentioned the streak, they really quickly go over that match.
3: Yeah, because that this one took Undertaker to nine, um, so it was kind of, I think the, the 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 first real time they they really acknowledged it, or when Undertaker acknowledged it at least, was the following year when he got to ten, um, but. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know why this one has been so overlooked. It might be that Undertaker gimmick thing. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a shame.
0: I heard a thing the other day. Did you... I don't know if you've heard this as well. Apparently, it was going to lose to Sid. I think and I've this, heard this that. thing would have never have happened. Nah, fuck that. Like, the, the street <laughs> would have never happened.
3: Yeah, I think I've heard that. The one that I've heard more recently is um, Vince originally had Mark Henry winning at Wrestlemania 22 yeah that as well heard that as well and told Undertaker and just said can you go away and think about it let me know what you think (laughs) and Undertaker was like I mean yeah if you want to but I don't know so they changed their mind we got a good thing going Um, and same with Randy Orton apparently Randy Orton was very heavily considered That would have
2: made sense, being the legend killer at the
3: time. But since then, I haven't really heard of any... Like, post-Mark Henry, I haven't really heard any, like, Mm. serious consideration. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that's... that's Twice The Undertaker's appeared on this list, and that's the final time. (laughs) So, we do going to have to bring him up again. Uh, So, now we come to my runner-up. And... I'm going to go, I'm switching it on the fly here, actually. I had had this one pinned as my number one, but I've decided to change my mind. It's Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 20. Good match. I was watching that match earlier today. And it, for me, it's really well paced. Um, Because it's been so long since Eddie Guerrero's passed. You kind of forget, A, how good he was, and B, how popular he was. He's yeah. one of the guys who's always universally loved. He's not necessarily one where there's always a kind of a mixed reaction or partisan crowd or whatever they want to say. Um, and yeah, it, was, it starts off quite slow and technical, and then it there's flashes of it kind of speeding up and getting a bit more intense, and then it works its way up into a really good crescendo and a really creative finish with um, Eddie Guerrero's ankle injury. Sorry. <laughs> His what? <laughs> <laughs> His ankle injury to the point where Kurt Angle ankle locks his boot off. Yeah, I thought that was really inventive. And then hooks him in in one of the best small packages I've ever seen. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just a really good match all round. And in in the week of, well, that's not in the week of his retirement, but in the the final few weeks of Kurt Angle's in-ring career, you look back at these matches and think just how good he was and how intense and how crisp everything he did was. And kind of how far we've fallen, <laughs> like it's sad to watch. Um, it's horrible to watch. I hate watching. I know. Kurt angle I get really worried. Now. I get I get worried about him. I
2: feel, I feel strange for cut angle. I feel like now that he's wrestling every week, I feel like he's he just get getting back, back into, into the it. groove of it, and he's starting to look a bit more, like, not like his old self because he'll never be his old self, but just a bit more like. I don't feel like he's gonna break his neck. every match. although. But now it's gonna feel Now he's at the end
3: of his career. When the, there was a suplex spot with Samoa Joe this week. I don't know if you saw. Um, Samoa Joe went for a suplex. Cat Angle kind of went to block it, but Samoa Joe just did it anyway and mm. like dumped him on the top of his head. Basically, yeah. um, but it didn't look good. Um, but yeah, Cat Angle was like when you when you think back to like around these two thousand three, two thousand four in particular. It was just so. Intense. He, like, but when he had his wrestling machine gimmick, he was literally a machine. Um, so it's a bit of a shame to see to see what he's like now. But obviously he's considerably older. Yeah. Um, considerably riddled with injury and <laughs> other things over the riddled. years. So um, yeah, that that's my number two entry from a WrestleMania, which people tend to remember for the closing scene. Uh, they remember that Chris Benoit and that Eddie Guerrero was there. But mm. They don't always talk about Eddie Guerrero's match. Um. So, yeah, that's my number two. Which leads me to my number one. Jack, you can you have any idea of what it might be? An underrated match. Now. Featuring two of my favourites of all time.
2: From before WrestleMania 25. Yes. Jericho versus Michaels. Yes. <laughs>
3: Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 19 is... I
2: feel ashamed. I feel like... Yeah, you ruined it. Yeah, you, 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 you ruined it, damn
3: it. Um, it's just a really good match. It's, for me, the probably the best match on that WrestleMania. In a WrestleMania which gets overshadowed mainly for the wrong reasons by Brock Lesnar's neck. Um, it's a really good like, technical match, but then it gets fast-paced, and two guys of a similar style, and the story going into it is really good, of Jericho originally idolising Shawn Michaels, wanting to be Shawn Michaels, and then outgrowing him, and thinking that he's now above Shawn Michaels. Um, Shawn getting the kind of surprise roll-up victory in his first match back, which, not his first match back, his first Mania back, which, according to Jericho, um... Sean was unsure about his return up until that point. Yeah, and It wasn't until he had that match with Jericho where he was like, all right, I'm back. I like, still let's go. do this full time. Because like, he still wasn't considering a full time thing. Um, so, yeah. That, that, and, then, and then Jericho at the end where they, they do the hug and the handshake and all that and then he kicks him in the balls shoves him in the face
2: and it's a great finish to be well to a great a moment. post-match moment yeah
3: and they get they get quite they get quite a long time and they're quite early in the show I think they're the third match on and it's just yeah really good entertaining match featuring two of my favourites of all time
2: well they always had great matches these two didn't they
1: yeah
3: yeah and then to see what it turned into kind of around 2007-8 time um yeah really good stuff
2: yeah Sean's first Wrestlemania match back I think um was a big sort of moment for him and for the crowd as well because I, mean, for him, I for feel, the feel crowd. like we were all kind of riding that wave and of momentum Jericho, to be fair well like, yeah I feel like we are all kind of riding that wave of momentum from his return and then the Survivor Series win and you know like
3: and even in, in the rumble getting uh, I think he starts it with Jericho mm-hmm. oh no he starts it Jericho's music hits at number two But Christian Christian comes comes out And then Jericho destroys him Like decimates him Bloodies him up And then eliminates him Yeah That's a way to build a WrestleMania feud Yeah exactly It
2: was really well built Really great match I'd definitely agree Slept on quite a lot
3: So if I was One of the listeners Who hadn't seen any of these matches in a while Go back and watch them all
2: Just give them a run through the
3: list again for us If you have to watch one I'd go for Jericho Michaels Mm. Run through the list again for us quickly. So, yeah. Number five is Undertaker and Diesel from WrestleMania 12. Number four is Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy from WrestleMania 25. Number three is Triple H versus Undertaker from WrestleMania 17. Number two is Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 20. And number one is Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 19. Cool. None of... Actually, no. Only only one of them for a title.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh, some some interesting choices in there. I, I wouldn't disagree too
3: too much. Yeah, it was it was tough. I I cut. I had one other match that I cut, which was um, Undertaker and Ric Flair from WrestleMania eighteen. All right. So Undertaker features quite heavily. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's some really underrated matches. Right, Matt,
3: you're up. Which category would you what like you to start away? with?
2: Let's go with. Um...
3: Should we get the negativity out of the way? Let's get the negativity
2: <laughs> out of the way. Overrated matches
3: as well as okay. the underrated.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I've only got t- I've got a top three, but I've got I've got a few more that can give an honorary mention to. Okay. So one of them is the event that I was at. Right. Uh, Rock versus Cena. Right. I actually thought this was quite a shit match Oops, compared to the match the year before.
3: Yeah, the one the year before was much better. Uh, it
0: was billed as. Uh, once in a lifetime. Yeah, they did it the next year anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think at the time, not gonna spend too much on this because it's not one of my top three. Uh, at the time, I think people would have preferred Cena versus Punk. I think we all would and have done. <laughs> I think it was more deserved. Yeah. To be Cena versus Punk.
3: Yeah, I think that really didn't help The Rock. The fact that he took it off Punk, but not only did he take it off Punk, he took it off him in the midst of this historic rain. And it just yeah. felt very underwhelming. Uh, an underwhelming way to take it off him. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that was one of mine, and that was a headline. That was a
2: headline for 29. So and, uh, that's why it's overrated. And is that the uh, moment that the hate for the Rock started? Correct. <laughs> There's so much hate for the Rock. So is that hate. the moment, or, uh, or was
3: the following night
2: the moment? Well, it was during that match where he got
3: injured, supposedly. yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> anyway,
0: moving on. Uh, another, another one that was. Uh, Overhyped, and I've even said on this podcast, and yet I went back and watched it this week, and dog shit um, Hulk versus Ultimate Warrior.
3: I watched that today.
0: It's shit, it's awful. <laughs> so it's, it's too. Uh, my wrestling has changed since I was a kid. When I was a kid, loved it, thought it was amazing, but now I've got oh, the knowledge of wrestling. <laughs>
2: I'm like, nah, that is bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another one. What bothers me most about that match is the finish.
3: Yes. I (laughs) hate the splash.
2: (laughs) The splash, firstly, is shit. And then Hogan kicking out, like, pretty much on three. It's it's just like, no, give him that definitive victory. Like, he pinned you.
3: The thing that strikes me from the finish is it cuts to the crowd and... um, uh, they're all losing their mind, and Warrior's in the ring and he's celebrating. But at the same time, Hogan's in the ring and he's standing up and he's got his hands in the air and he's like shaking his head in disbelief and he gets down on his hands and knees. It's like, maybe sell for a bit. <laughs> like, he got yeah, splashed like, give on the
0: back. Your Warrior is fucking. Moment. I'm in the uh, spotlight, you prick. Yeah,
3: like, he got splashed twice in about the space of a minute, two minutes maybe. And so that's his finishing move. So you maybe might want to sell it a bit more. Yeah. Um. And yeah, obviously, then he he has to be the one who gives him the title and stuff. But yeah, that yeah, that match is not a, a fun watch. The
2: thing with that match is, um, I very rarely have watched it from the beginning. So I used to have on VHS like um, just greatest matches from like that era. So it would have been that was nineteen ninety, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so that would have been it. Would have been eighty eight to sort of ninety one sort of time. Um, I, I can't remember what the video was, but it was just great matches at the time. And this was the Coliseum. main match featured on it.
3: The huh? Coliseum one.
2: Yes. Um, it was the main match featured on the video at the time. I think I may have had the same VHS. He probably did. Yeah, it was quite popular. Uh, it was hosted by Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> so, yeah, um, he did have the same one. <laughs> So this match, they start from, you know, the last sort of six, seven minutes. And that's really where it sort of kicks into gear anyway. Um, but yeah. what you start with is just scene is of I think, Hogan in a bear hug, like with Warriors paint like dripping off the sweat, like, yeah. dripping over all of them. And it's like, wow, this is a really great visual. But then they actually start the wrestling part and it's like, wow. <laughs> the steroids okay. are coming out of them. Um... <laughs> allegedly, allegedly.
0: Fucking allegedly. they definitely.
2: (laughs) I will get in this let I'll
0: spend too much time on that because it's not even in my top three. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Not even my top three.
3: Fair enough. All right, go.
0: This is where the controversy starts. So at number three, Triple H versus
2: Steve. Right, okay. Interesting. How come?
0: How to put it? So, I think everyone was excited for Sting's debut in the WWE. I wasn't. See, I was. I I thought I'll give it the... Sting was a good wrestler. He was really good in TNA. He was really good in WTW. I thought he'll come here and he'll have a good match with Triple H. Mm. Triple H will get him through this and it'll be a good match. Yeah. What you've got was a shitload of spot calling, loud spot calling, not much action, and the best bit of about it was DX and the NWO coming down.
3: Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, that that spot calling has become a bit of a, a feature in post full time Triple H matches, for me. Every every time I watch him, I can always hear at least two or three times very clearly, like not even bothered. I don't know if it's just because he shaved his head now and the hair doesn't cover his face, so yeah, it's you can easy to see it to more. See. Yeah. But yeah, you can always visually hear it. Um, yeah, I remember watching, uh, when I watched it back one of the times, so I remember thinking, like, I can literally hear these guys talking yeah. through this match. Yeah. Um, well, you have
2: to remember that them two literally would never have worked together. Yeah, from uh, maybe
3: in Triple H's early uh, days. Yeah, but you days. just thought yeah. the
0: two of them were massive stars. You just thought they'd be able to wrestle each other.
2: Yeah, and to be honest, I've, i So, you've got it in your list of overrated matches... Uh, I wouldn't go as far as putting it in my list of underrated matches because I don't think it's that great a match. But I've heard a lot of people shit on this like,
3: as a spectacle.
2: I think as a spectacle, it was good. Like as you say, the main the main focus in the end was on the NWO and DX interference.
0: But I actually thought so that was quite is, well this is done. A running theme of
2: mine. I
0: don't think spectacle
2: wins over it being a bad match. Yeah, which is which is fine. You're certainly entitled to that opinion. And and I think there's definitely a time and place for a spectacle and a show and there's time and a place for a really good wrestling match uh, this I think didn't need to be a really good wrestling match um, <laughs> what I know a lot of people are annoyed about is the result And personally yeah. I didn't I wasn't bothered by the result um, I just like I-, I liked the Shawn Michaels surprise bit mm-hmm. because it, it. even though you, you you knew he was going to be there at some point he still came out of nowhere and <laughs> switched his music to Sting uh, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I, I get your point.
3: I think this... Uh, the, the whole the whole story going into it was a gimmick. It was the WCW versus WWE gimmick. So yeah. that had to play into the match somehow. Um, and I can't necessarily think of a better way for it to have been done, really. Yeah. Other than what they did. Yeah
0: and the whole thing about that that whole Wrestlemania was it was in the sun
3: yeah I hated that
0: and I just think that Wrestlemania it really got let down by the sun St- I
2: know that sounds like a really stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you
3: mean. There. A Sting entrance in the sun, a Bray Wyatt and Undertaker entrance and match in the sun. The only yeah. match that was really in the in the dark in the that's evening the time event. was the main event, yeah. and that wasn't. But when they first came out, it wasn't. It was just was when by the time down. it ended, yeah,
2: just going down. Yeah, um, so yeah I, I've that's never that's what you get with a WrestleMania on the West Coast. Though, that's right? the thing. I've never
3: been a fan of a massive fan of outdoor WrestleManias, and yeah, specifically. Not that we've had very many, but yeah, ones on the on the west coast where they're starting what like two o'clock in the afternoon yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's odd. That's, that's one of the good things about it being in New York is that it should get dark by the time the it'll be dark mid card.
0: It'll be dark by the, the first few matches. So it was okay. last
3: time. Um, so yeah, hopefully we get some good visuals coming out of it because right. Yeah, so
0: my number two, I, used to, I know these two are going to crucify me for this list but fuck it I'm doing it anyway (laughs) it's Hulk Hogan again on this list and The
1: Rock
2: WrestleMania 18
0: WrestleMania 18 if you take the crowd away from this match this match is dog shit
2: yeah so we you raised this to us in the in the WhatsApp I think didn't you Um, the other day and um I don't think I really said anything but Aiden you disagreed because personally Matt surprise surprise I agree with Aiden here <laughs> yeah no, I get that you
0: disagree but then I would say to you if you're going with that the crowd make this what it is yeah does that mean a dog shit match in any era of anything can make a good match uh, that a crowd can make a good match
2: I think they can
0: I think you, I, why I don't think they can but if you're saying that then um one not only no not one not only um one night stand what yeah. was one night stand has to be the best pay-per-view ever
3: um uh, well the thing is everybody remembers Canadian Stampede that that 10 man tag match at the end wasn't any good as a match it was all right it was yeah, okay it was, it was a bit, bit of a clusterfuck match. yeah it was a bit um But the crowd—that's what everyone remembers, and that's where everyone goes. Oh yeah, remember that when the Heart Foundation and all that stuff. I think it depends on what you like as as a wrestling fan. What you class as good or not? Whether you only take the wrestling. um, Like it's almost as if there needs to be separate categories for pure wrestling matches, (laughs) yeah, and actual.
1: this,
0: This category is overrated matches.
3: Yeah,
0: so you can't say it's a great match, because I, it's not a great wrestling match.
3: I don't personally...
0: I can't get you wrong, this, the spectacle of it was amazing, but the match was dog shit. And if you watch it with sound off, it's just a shit Hogan match.
3: I don't know if anybody really classes this as one of like, their best WrestleMania matches, it's more of a WrestleMania moment, yeah, but just a prolonged moment. Um, well,
2: yeah, I mean, I've watched this match back quite recently, not in the recent last few weeks, but you know, since maybe the turn of the year, and like it's literally one of those things where if you put it on the network, if you're at home on your own, you put it on, you can put the sound like turn the sound up, just like sit there or stand there and watch it, like. Yeah, the match technically is basic as fuck. <laughs> but you have to remember, we're talking about a Hulk Hogan who was in his 50s by this point, or late 40s. Um, it's the main event. So, but yeah, but the main event is because of who was in it. I mean, I don't think anyone was expecting a great wrestling match out of these two. But what they got was a lot more of a spectacle than i think people were expecting and for me it was the crowd that just the way that they organically just gravitated towards hogan even though he was supposed to be the bad guy and that not necessarily meant that they turned on the rock but he was against hogan so he was going to be the bad guy and the way that they what was really clever about it is the way they switched roles in a match but not so obviously that it was like weird but just like Rock played some little sort of subtle heel role, and Hogan sort of played that almost like redemption story all in one match. And the match wasn't even very long. If you go back and watch it, I don't. I think it might it might have touched ten minutes, maybe I think
3: about twelve.
2: Um, and so to have, have all, all of Hogan that, have all, well, yeah, you have all of that stuff going on in like a ten minute, 11, 12 minute match at WrestleMania. It's just that's for me what makes it. Yeah, such it's such a it's great a story.
3: They, It's Wrestling is storytelling. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you, ha- you have to give credit to The Rock because he was apparently the one who made the call to switch, switch, up, switch yeah. roles. Imagine and if they'd just gone with the whole yeah, face exactly. heel if, if, thing. If, if it, it stayed that shit. way, then <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about it today. Um, but the not only did they switch, but Rock kind of fully went for it. You could see his like facial expressions to the crowd, being like, "You son of a bitch! You're really turning on me right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and just the like the, the fallout of the match and, um, and everything like surrounding it and the moment and the commentary and everything. Like if you look at it as a whole package, it's a great match.
2: I think it's one of those things. Like if you watch it, even I said about watching it on your own with sound up and stuff. If you watch it like with a few drinks with some mates. Like, who loved wrestling as kids? I know we're a little bit different. Aiden, you weren't, you weren't around for Ho- um, Hogan's sort of initial run and then his WCW stuff. And Matt, we were a little bit too young for it, aren't we? In order to remember it. Just his, 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 I his early WWF I stuff.
0: Just as he was leaving. Yeah,
2: like 93 sort of time was when he left WWF, WWF. So, So we're a little bit too young for it as well. But even so, it's still when I still watch it, I still get goosebumps from the crowd reaction. Um, and that says something to me. Like, I hope I'm not particularly invested in Hogan because I'm a little bit too young for it. I was a lot particularly invested in The Rock at the time, he <laughs> was like my favorite ever. Um, at that stage, um, so you know, and to come out for, for someone like that, if you didn't really care about Hogan that much but knew his influence, to come out of that match thinking. Wow, that was really great, and Hogan played such a massive part in it. Then I think that tells the story. But you're fully entitled to your opinion, and I understand why you would say what you say. Okay, so
0: going on the Hogan team, <laughs> <laughs> number one
2: happens to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay, go for it. Is it <laughs> Yokozuna?
3: <laughs> Which one? No, it's not that
0: one because that's not. Certain. I would never put that in
2: a category of people think that's a good match no, no one no one's ever rated that or even that just match match, match yeah <laughs> oh hang on I think mean, I had it on my list of greatest mania matches ah
1: shit <laughs> right
2: so it is I wonder Hulk if any Andre the
0: Giant oh uh, okay oh okay
2: I can see why yeah doing. that's fair I watched that the
0: moment is amazing the slam is amazing but I feel really sorry for Andre the Giant in this
2: match because well knowing what we know now, I think we probably do,
0: yeah, I mean, he couldn't perform, yeah, and if you see some of the like the backdrops he he tries to do is he looks in so much pain, and I don't think Hogan helps in this match because let's be honest, he's done a lot of the industry, but was a
3: dog
2: shit wrestler. <laughs>
3: Again... Was, uh, I, a, a catch-as-catch-can specialist, as they say.
2: No. That's well documented. And I think Hulk would be the first to admit that his wrestling wasn't the reason he was as big a star as he was. It was his character and his charisma and his just... The booking of him obviously helped. But, um, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's a it's a pretty awful match to watch these days. It hasn't aged well.
3: Yeah, I... I no, it hasn't aged well at all. I put it on earlier and... If you skipped to the last thirty seconds, you haven't missed anything. <laughs> yeah, you really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see how uh, Andre gets knocked down, then he gets up and gets power slammed, leg drop, one, two, three. That's all you need to see. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that is all you need to, to see, really.
3: But <laughs> yeah, the crowd crowd go nuts. Commentary is good. Um, different times. The, the amount of fucking flash bulbs. Yeah, That's mental.
2: And what's a massive crowd as well.
3: Supposedly 93,000. Oh, but he listens to Melbourne. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would definitely agree with mm. yeah. I definitely would agree with you there. But
0: the, so yeah,
2: that's um, yeah. my number one. Fair enough. I mean, I, not too many arguments from me. I think the Rock Hogan one, I probably wouldn't put in there. But you know, I can see your reasoning. So. But that's not down that's to individual would,
0: taste. I would say that is not because of my rock hatred,
2: isn't it? <laughs> no, and no, I go you know you're no, not the, not the, you're not the biggest not. you're not the biggest Hogan fan. You're not the biggest rock fan.
3: I can see a lot of people that would agree. I've seen a lot yeah, of people
2: that have agreed. I would think so.
3: But for me personally, no.
2: I just I, th- I think I can't agree with that just because I love the moment. But you're right as a match, not the best. Okay, does so that come to me then? brings us to you all right, was I, I think I'll leave um, greatest matches actually no we'll go with the yeah, match come on, let's get some, let's get, no let's get some negativity out come on alright <laughs> <laughs> so we're we'll stick, really we'll
3: good. stick with the match with the match theme for now but make this one a bit quick
2: oh I see so I've got to go quick for the greatest matches in Wrestlemania history
1: <laughs> well,
3: how,
2: yeah. how many have you got well I've got loads but I can't really pick five uh, all three um, so I'm going to run through <laughs> some of the lesser ones um, And then I'll get to the main ones Where I'll focus on them okay. so, so some of the lesser ones right? So firstly Savage Steepenboat So this one is thought of As perhaps by a lot of people One of the top two or three greatest WrestleMania matches of all time Not so much for me I think it probably would scrape maybe in my top ten Top twelve and It's mainly because I was too young So I wasn't around at the time
3: if we were still in, you're not.
2: You're not that invested. That's... Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can enjoy a match as much if you are not invested in any way in it. If you come in cold, you're not going to enjoy it. You could watch, I don't know, Sasha versus Bailey from Takeover, and not know anything about them and watch that match and perhaps not really enjoy yourself. But because we were so invested in those two characters and it was such a great story and Bailey underdog story was great. And there was a title on the line And we all knew about it That was, that was what made it really great no, I've it, also shown, that, I've back shown
3: back. that match to Laura And she didn't know anything about it. She loved it oh, She say. loved the sass of Sasha Banks <laughs> Sass Well, Laura doesn't count yeah. If we were uh, in, the similar, <laughs> in the late 80s that It would be still considered a great match for me But yeah. with the standard that we're at these days And
2: that's the thing So It's always hard now to compare old matches to new matches Because everyone's so much more athletic Everyone's so much, so much faster pace, And
0: I think the reason everyone puts that up there on a list is because
2: at that WrestleMania, it would have stood out like oh, a yeah. sore thumb. And that that would have been the case for the first...
3: 10?
2: 12, 11 WrestleManias, probably. I mean, was, yeah, okay, we'll get on to actually WrestleMania 10 in a sec. Um, so that's one of them, Savage Steamboat for me. Great match, icy title, WrestleMania 3, but just not right up there for me another one this was from wrestlemania 17 shane versus vince mm,
3: i considered this in my underrated matches i
2: absolutely loved this match at the time uh it's so it now. it's so stupid and silly and violent and just great coast to coast with a dustbin and that is his first ever coast to coast i believe so yeah um but vince and shane like Considering they weren't two full time performers, and that one's the owner of the company, and one's the owner's son. For them to go out there on what was at the time the biggest WrestleMania ever, um, and put on this show, such a violent show, just put all this effort in, it just tells you everything you need to know about how much they, how far Vince would go to help his it business. Evolved,
3: for for all their their pitfalls and stuff, um, it involved all the McMahons did, and yeah. they all played their part. Um, have you ever heard the Sean Stasiak story from this match? No. How he, in a couple days leading up to Mania, he revealed to, or like during a radio interview, that WC, uh, yeah, the WCW guys it. were going to come down oh, and help yeah. Shane win. Yeah. And then that wind got back to the office and they were like, well, that's not happening anymore and stuck <laughs> them all up in the skybox. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was a bit weird when they stuck them up there. Um, so that's from yeah, WrestleMania 17. Um, I've actually got Rock versus Hogan from '18 on my on my list. It's not in my top view um, We've discussed that one at length already, so we'll, we'll skip past that one. But for me, it's it's a great match, not the match, the moment. Um, and I'm also gonna stick on the highly commended, or you know,
3: highly mean, really commended was this Irish dance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know what what, what what would we call it. Honourable Honourable honorable mentions. mentions. Yes. Um, for me, I'm gonna. St- Dick, money in a bank at WrestleMania twenty one on this on good this match. list. Good match. Really, really great match. The first one It's a good match. The first one of its kind. Jericho's idea, Edge the Victor. Just the way that all panned out from after WrestleMania as well makes it even better. Shelton
3: Benjamin's breakout party.
2: Yeah, Shelton Benjamin just being ridiculously athletic. And just the star power in the match as well, if you look at it, there's a there's a lot of star power in that match. The right winner, really great match. Um
3: and the beginning of an era.
2: Yeah, it was the beginning of an era. It, you think about the beginning how many we've of that now? It was the beginning of the ladder match multi man era at WrestleMania. The beginning of the Money in the Bank era, and really the beginning of Edge's like ascension into the main event. Mm. Um, so there was that it one. It was cut too soon. Oh, it was, yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, I am also going to add to the honorable mentions the WrestleMania twelve main event between Bret and Shawn, the Iron Man match, because I think it again. It's such a really good, like, it's a really, really good match. And it's an IMA match. So it's so difficult to pull off, as far as I'm aware. Um, but looking back on it now, perhaps it hasn't aged as well.
3: No, but when you think, yeah, when you think of it in in the context of the year,
2: it's right up there. Oh, it's would,
3: by far the best match of the 90s. I watched the kind of start and the build-up to it earlier. And what I, I didn't quite remember or realise... Is that Michael Cole did the voiceover for the video package before this match? What the, the whole training packages and things like that? Um, just about did like you hear about backgrounds what and they did histories to and stuff. Brett Hart.
2: Mm, in you his mean? training package.
3: Oh, about how he used to get stretched and beat up and all that stuff.
0: No, how it was like minus ten when he was running.
3: No, no I didn't know
2: that.
0: It, it was it minus been. ten, and he couldn't run properly because it was icy. All right. And yeah. they said they've just used the footage anyway.
3: There wasn't a lot of those kind of... Uh, um, from what I recall, there wasn't too much of those those shots. Um, but yeah, I just didn't realise that Michael Cole was even there in 96. I thought 97 was his first year. He around time, yeah. um, Let alone like being on a level to do voiceovers for promos and stuff. Mm. Um, but it was just like an interview guy guy about him, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, long old time. He's been there since for since I just before I turned one. <laughs>
2: That is a long time, to be fair, to be employed it. at one company. And he's still on fucking TV now. <laughs> anyway. Oh my. Um,
3: you are? Oh, my. <laughs> uh,
2: so, yeah, Brett versus Sean in the Ironman match. And then we're going to start getting into really my top five. Um, so I'm going to stick at number five. And this is nothing to do with the fact that um, for the time, it was a really great match and at this Wrestlemania really stood out because the rest of the matches were pretty piss poor but it's Bret versus Owen at Wrestlemania 10. So I know we we briefly mentioned earlier about great opening matches at Wrestlemanias with last year's having the triple threat for the IC title. This one at the time stood out for me because it was just firstly there was no build. I remember at the time obviously you don't really need much of a build But it's Bret versus Owen. But this match was essentially built as something for Brett to do because Lex Luger already has another match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the situation was a bit weird where obviously they Lex had to wrestle Yokozuna and then if he we, he won that, then he would wrestle Bret Hart in the finals. So Bret had a bye, but he needed something to do. Uh, so they just like opened the show with him versus Owen, which was crazy at the time because, no, it's WrestleMania. You need a feud. Was they're this... all constantly in a feud, these two.
3: I can never remember. Was this before or after... Um, Owen promised to kick Breck's, Breck's leg out from under his leg. After, after, yeah. yeah. So. So this
2: was after Owen had cemented that heel turn. Um, so the great thing, well, there was multiple great things about this match. Firstly, it opened the show, and it was by far the best match on the show. Secondly, got a lot of time. It got a fair amount of time, uh, and it was a pure technical wrestling match. Thirdly, Owen Hart won. Mm. He pinned his brother clean. In the middle of the ring with a victory roll, and the opening match of WrestleMania, his brother who would then go on to main event the night and win the title at the time. So that's a big moment for Owen. Um, and Imagine for me,
3: the amount of complaints that would get these days. I know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He won the title, but he lost the first match. <laughs>
2: um, so that one, that one for me is, is going on my my top five. At number four, that,
0: that would be in my top three matches.
3: Yeah.
2: Of all, all of like, time Of, of any of, yeah. of all time as well
3: uh, At, at Wrestlemania really like Or just Of all time in general
2: I think it's a really good match But again I think you watch it nowadays As, as good as it is There are better matches now yeah, If
3: you put it on a, on a, a B-card pay-per-view In 2018 19 It'd be alright Yeah, yeah
2: it's, I mean it, it would definitely be more than alright I think But yeah um, So there's that one I think Going to number four, I've got to make some tough decisions here because i have not actually pre-ordered them. Um, I'm
3: so unprepared. <laughs> I'm coming with ten entries,
2: <laughs> I had like eighteen. Um, I'm gonna go with Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys. WrestleMania Seventeen, just absolutely insane. for, for its time, groundbreaking, original, full of moments that you can just. Instantly recall full of moments that made you go "What the fuck!" And that spear on Jeff Hardy is the iconic, oh. iconic image from that match. Aiden, I know it's one of your favourite ever matches.
3: I think it's possibly my favourite of all time. Um, but it only gets
2: to number four on my list of WrestleMania ones.
3: You're a dick. <laughs> You heard it. It's, it's probably my most rewatched match of all time. Oh I, yeah. I could. That, I think I've
2: watched it back with you over the last few years about five times.
3: That and the SummerSlam match prior, I could probably reenact the entire thing <laughs> without Do You know yourself. what? It.
0: I've watched. I say I've watched it about five times in all because I don't want it to get.
3: You don't want to spoil shit. it for yourself.
0: Yeah, because I I, I I can remember watching it like, the day after because that's what we did back in the day.
3: Come home from school. Come home from Spits school. the video on. in. <laughs> and,
0: I, and I can literally remember my feeling, and um, was like, "Holy shit! I have just watched like the best thing I've ever watched in my life." And then the whole, just the whole, the whole of that WrestleMania is just will always stick with me as
3: just my favourite few hours of watching TV I'm sure we'll get to that mania <laughs> <laughs> it may feature I feel like I want to go and re-watch that match now uh-huh. thanks for that I'm sure you will um,
2: so yeah there's that one so that's also up there for me um, third then so this is, where, this is where it gets a bit tough so I'm gonna put The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at Wrestlemania 26 as the third greatest Wrestlemania match of all time for me um, obviously, this is the second in the you know, sort of um, they were in consecutive years, weren't they? Consecutive main years mm-hmm. match between Sean and Taker. This one was Sean's final match, so it was career versus streak. So the reason this one is, I think, the third best um, is just because I feel like we were sort of rehashed some of the stuff from the previous. We'd seen year. most of We'd it. Seen it. But it was still an amazing match Like It was just insane Like these two guys At their ages Respective ages At this, those stages in the career Where they don't have to go out mm. And do that And they literally put on Two of the best wrestling matches I have I ever think, ever seen
3: I think the thing was Shawn Michaels was still performing At such a high level where you go? It was
2: believable that he could win.
3: Yeah, he might win this because nobody wanted to see him retire. Like, it's got to the point now with guys like Kurt Angle and stuff, where you say, "Oh, like, I kind of want him to retire." And Undertaker now, like, yeah. I don't want to see him wrestle anymore just because <laughs> it tarnishes it. But Shawn Michaels was possibly putting in some of the best, like, the best performances of yeah. his career. That second run was for me better than the first run. Definitely, um, it was better than
0: the first one. So he wasn't a prick anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, so for him to still be performing at that level at that age and Undertaker as well, it made you think like, yeah, maybe he's not done. No, he's not.
2: he just wasn't. He wasn't done. He wasn't.
3: Is this what everyone wants to do? Everyone wants to go out on top. Yeah. Top. While go out like,
2: in the main event of WrestleMania with yeah. one of the greatest matches of all time. That's literally the perfect retirement. And then you come out for a time Yeah but he didn't later. He fucked it up And went and <laughs> Formed the Saudi over And said fuck it With no hair
3: The dream has no memory of that <laughs>
2: um, Right So Second place for me Is from WrestleMania. What well, Okay It's from perhaps A pretty poor Wrestlemania It's from Wrestlemania 13 And it's Bret Hart Versus Steve Austin In an I quit match not a quick match it's a submission match um, with Ken Shamrock as a guest referee which was weird at the time and if you look back at it now he looks weird it's hey, little shorts. I thought you said WrestleMania
0: 30 and I was going to say what? 13 <laughs> I don't remember
2: this at 30 <laughs> so much has been written and said about this match and the way it changed the landscape um, and essentially it did but I didn't really realise it at the time um, that you know Austin get getting some sort of a little swelling of crowd um sort of favoritism if you will and brett started to tire on some fans groundswell, i think Michael. yeah a bit of groundswell of support and um, and then this this match really sort of marked a real turn in things for wwe from what was a really comic booky hokey sort of aimed at children era into a more adult orientated. Now, it wasn't the it wasn't the turning point. I think maybe we could pinpoint the Montreal screwdrivers as where that sort of really happened. But there was blood, there was violence, and it was a good one of the iconic good guys being booed out of the building, whilst one of the <laughs> stereotypical bad guys was cheered on his way back.
3: There wasn't. It's the
2: first time that you can say that it was a they swapped roles. coming out of it and I don't know how intentional that was I know that they would like I think a heel turn for Brett was probably on the cards but I don't think anybody expected the reaction that Stone Cold got from that match
0: if I if I look back on it I would say Brett probably knew halfway through that match and thought I can play this yeah because he was that good of a talent exactly he could have on a whim, he could have just gone, right, look, we need to push this this way.
3: I just think this this match had everything that you could possibly ask for for a wrestling match. Yeah. For me, I think, in terms of a gimmick match goes, submission being the, the gimmick, it's, I, I think it's the perfect match. I don't know if it gets any better. Um, but I've got one more on the list, so... I I I know what it is <laughs> and I I don't know if I agree. Um the everything about this match the I think this was also JR's breakout performance. Yeah. JR in this match yeah. was like if, if I don't know if it was other commentators just how good it would have been um which shows how important commentary is and just the the images like that match would not be in this list. If the original plan for No Blood went ahead, yeah, no, you, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. It's that even iconic though, image, isn't it? Even though, like, when you think of it, the blood shouldn't add anything mm. because it does. Like all of the ma- all of the moves that they would have done would have been the same.
1: Yeah,
3: but just the the images, the the scenes of Stone Cold,
0: just. The bit that gets me in that whole thing is where it drips down his teeth. Yeah, yeah it goes
3: in his mouth, down his eyes, and everything. <laughs> and you said there was blood. There was fucking bucket loads yeah, of blood. There was a lot of blood. <laughs> like the, the entire canvas after that was just ruined.
2: And that for me at, the, at that age, how old would I have been? So that was in 1997. Would so I'd have been nine, nine years just old.
3: Turned
2: nine. I wouldn't have been. Oh, well, yeah, we'd just turned nine. Um, so as a nine year old kid, like that is a lot of violence but I fucking loved it yeah like usually like like now like it sounds stupid but when there's a lot of blood in a match and I think it's because we're so like tuned into it now that we weren't back then
3: uh, it feels
2: (laughs) uncomfortable like you feel like a bit like oh okay this isn't so entertaining anymore it's like
3: you get a bit worried for for the guy it's concerning yeah Back then,
2: like, it never happened. Like We yeah. didn't have blood, and if it was, it was just like a bloody this nose It doesn't regularly or something, happen in the World mouth. Wrestling Federation. But like that was a lot of blood. And it. And you're right, it shouldn't and, have added and anything. And also, like, could you imagine if
3: he did do it, if he did blade, but you get one of those weak blade jobs where not a lot yeah, happened, yeah. Not like, and it dries up in a few minutes. Yeah. Like...
2: Well, Brett, Brett did it for him, didn't he?
3: Yeah, he did, yeah.
2: Yeah. I know Steve was a little bit concerned about doing it. I don't think he was scared or anything, but he was a bit concerned. about He was concerned about the backlash. Backlash, wasn't he? Brett was just like, "No, it's fine." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brett was the one who had it with him,
3: so he did it for us. Perfect. Both.
2: It was literally perfect. Like, yeah, it couldn't.
3: It could not be a, a, any better. Of a so match perfect
2: for me. that image that they stuck it on a t-shirt. This <laughs> for me,
0: you got hearing all about this and the backstory and all that to it. Just defines how good a talent Brett Hart was.
2: Well, if you go back through my I mean, list of greatest WrestleMania matches, I mean, I don't know, I've only done, I've only run through the top five in detail, but, and he was on two of my others. Well, in fact, he was in you know, two of my other great matches him versus Owen and him versus Sean,
3: and now yeah. him versus Austin. But I think you've got to great include talent. Austin in that as well. Oh, like, definitely. The, the, everything around, surrounding this entire feud was just so good. And we talked about how the, the start of it being the kind of more adult oriented era. It was the build-up to this feud where we got Brett snapping in the cage. Yeah. Saying, this is bullshit! Going nuts when he was in his mind. And that was where you, you just sit back and just go, oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Something's happening. Um, this is different. And also, it was Chicago. The typical Chicago crowd, like, helped, Like, if they were to have hosted that, I don't know, Anaheim the year before, I don't know if the crowd would be the same. No. Um so, yeah, it was it was just a perfect storm. Everything came together. Um, going into you think, well, there's no way Stone Cold's going to win. It's a submission match. Yeah. And you come yeah. out of it thinking... And he didn't Nap.
0: have... He had one yeah. legitimate yeah. submission.
3: And then you come out of the match thinking, that ah, fucking son of a bitch, he nearly won. <laughs> and then they... they... And
2: props to um, Ken Shamrock as well in this match. Yeah, I was just about to say that, actually. He played an important role.
3: You don't notice him.
2: Exactly, and that's the thing. That's you the don't point. notice him until the end. Yeah. Um Imagine had oh, had been the referee, and, and the he'd been the one trying to Brett get Bret Hart, get Brett Hart off, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> he would that, have fallen heel over. Turn, that heel turn doesn't really happen if you look at it that way. Bret Hart's not gonna be like because the way it turned out, Bret Hart looked cowardly, but yeah. not. And then you, you Ken got JR
3: being like, "Yeah, come on, like how about yeah. now, you tough guy, like yeah. getting all riled up about it."
2: But so Ken Shamrock really played an important role, and that, and that kick started his career as well in mm. WWE.
3: And so. I also don't know. Um, what happens to this match should Stone Cold tap out?
2: Yeah. I think it's important that he didn't. Yeah.
3: And JR really drilling that in and selling yeah. that to you. Yeah. And then he, he just the little little touches like um I think Mike Kyoto trying to help him up afterwards and then he just stuns Mike Kyoto and yeah. he can barely stand anyway. <laughs> um so yeah, just I perfect match I think. What that that match I, I don't did, know if that match will ever be beaten.
2: What that match did for the career of Stone Cold Steve Boston for that solely that's why it's on the list of greatest Wrestlemania matches of all time. Correct. And it's so close to being the top but the obvious choice I'm afraid it's because it's so great. Is Taker vs. Shawn, Wrestlemania 25 just everything about this match was perfect for me. It was absolutely perfect. I don't think and I've I know that Omega versus Okada and stuff like that as people will say has eclipsed it. But for me, there will never be a better wrestling match than this, as far as I I can see or I can tell. Just because I'm so emotionally invested in both Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker's whole careers, like their careers have spanned my lifetime watching wrestling. Shawn's before Undertaker's from around the right time. Um, so I have a whole career to be invested in in those people, and here they are fighting for the first time at WrestleMania, one-on-one, and it's just an absolute pleasure to watch. It was an absolute joy.
3: That's the, f- the first time that they fought one-on-one since that since, casket match.
2: Yeah, since 90, Royal Rumble 98.
3: 98. Yeah. So it's 11 years of not... The only time they'd had a real interaction prior was the Royal Rumble the year before, when they were yeah. the final two. Yeah. So that just speaks to the volume of the talent.
2: And the fact that, and what's so interesting about this is the fact that it never really, like, it didn't, it almost didn't happen. Like, Undertaker was in a feud with, I think, Kozlov at the time. And Sean was in a feud with JBL. And I think being the whole, like, he was poor and he needed money so he became JBL's assistant and shit like that. So it was all a bit, it seemed a bit thrown together. But then when it came together, it was just perfect. I did, I literally, I don't think anyone could watch this and not be just enthralled by it yeah I don't know how you can watch that and not just think wow this is this is really really great stuff and for something to be able to transcend I think normal wrestling fans into on that this is one of those matches where I think anybody could watch it and go yeah that was good and that's a big thing especially for like people like Frankie for instance she just we watched Apollo Crews versus Baron Corbin from Raw the other day and she was like, this is shit. I was like, well, it gets better than this sometimes. <laughs>
3: sometimes, sometimes it's really good.
2: <laughs> but I feel like she could what watch What do you
3: a- mean? This is as good as it gets. I'm going to WrestleMania to watch this.
2: <laughs> but like, I feel like she could watch this match and she's the toughest critic, tough, toughest person to win over when it comes to wrestling. But I feel like she could watch it and go, yeah, okay, that was really good.
3: I think that's, for me, that's the thing that sets the the Austin-Bret Hart match apart is because of the blood. Everybody knows that getting a cut more times than not, more often than not, equals pain. Mm. So as a someone who's never watched a wrestling match in my life, if I see Stone Cold and his blood spattered all over the ring and he's being tied up all in knots by Bret Hart, I know that hurts. And I know like you can you can just you know you can tell um and yeah this match is one of my favorites of all time um but i don't know how if you were to present it to someone who's not a wrestling fan whether that would have the same impact i don't know
2: maybe but i see your point but for me i just and because it's the cuz of who it is and how yeah. long they were wrestling and you know how invested i am in their careers that for me is why it's the best wrestlemania match of all time Right, let's move on from that then. Matt, you're up again. This time with your list of greatest
3: manias of all time.
2: I've only gone with the top three because
0: I was running out of time at work. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine,
3: we haven't got a massive amount of time on here, to be fair.
0: Well, I'll skip through it's, it's not, we obviously know, um, I'm not gonna go very long on my number one because obviously we've spoken about it on here before. Yeah. So, my top three. You may agree, you may not agree. I don't think you'll agree with number three, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Is WrestleMania 10.
2: That's what one of the greatest. I'll tell you
0: for what. I'll tell you for why. Owen Hart versus Bret Hart. And Razor Moe versus Shawn Michaels.
2: Yeah. Two really really great matches.
0: matches. I think, them two matches, you could put in any WrestleMania and make it a good WrestleMania. But this, they just stood out in this WrestleMania because the card wasn't amazing. No. And I just think they elevated this to such a level where, it was probably one of the first WrestleManias that I watched as a kid. And was like, oh my God. And I can remember, like, thinking, these two matches were amazing. And then the bit at the end for Bret Hart to win the title was
2: just stuff stuff of childhood memories. <laughs> I can see why. I mean, for me, I think based on what other WrestleManias have done since, it wouldn't be in my list at best. But I, yeah, for, purely for sentimental value, I think it's up there. It probably doesn't hold much value for you, Aiden.
3: No, I'm just wondering, does just two good matches of WrestleMania mate? Well, right.
2: these, they were a lot shorter back then.
0: Yeah, well, this is only an eight hard
3: match. Oh, it's was... Yeah, I I can see I can see why you as a fan of that time would pick it. Me personally I I wouldn't, but for I me, mean, there's a few things that really stood out about this match. Firstly, about this card,
2: sorry. Firstly, it was in Madison Square Garden and it just looked and felt really different.
3: I love Madison Square Garden shows. I really wish they were still televised.
2: Um, and uh, also, I think one of my underrated matches from this card,
3: Crush versus
2: Randy Savage. <laughs> in like a, say that. I love that match. Falls Count Anywhere, like, it was when the Falls Count Anywhere meant that you had to get your opponent somewhere away from the ring and then get back to the ring and then they'd be counted out. It was weird. Um, but he, like, tied him up on this, like, thing and tucked his foot and tied like, up, down, hoisted it? him up, and then, yeah, ran back to the ring, and there was this big moment where everyone was counting all together. It was great. I went to that WrestleMania Revenge Tour after WrestleMania Ten at Royal Albert Hall, and they did a very similar match. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you yeah, carry on, man. Well, that's
0: all I've got to say about that, the WrestleMania, really. That's the- all i can say oh, about that. Yeah. Week. But for Nostalgic and for them two matches, that goes in my top three. Okay. Number two, I think you'll think this is a weird thing for me to say. Right. WrestleMania 30. Okay. And the reason is Daniel Bryan. And the whole story, the whole build-up to this WrestleMania was some of the best storytelling ever and it was just the, the dream of him winning him having to overcome Triple H in the first match of the night yeah. then going on to win spoiler alert if anyone doesn't, hasn't seen it <laughs> it's goes been on a to while them win, <laughs> goes on to then win in the final match I just... And it has the streak being broken. I just... It was a feel-good
2: WrestleMania.
3: And you know what you can't forget?
2: It's what?
3: Connor the Crusher. Oh, that fucking kid. Uh, Don't mention it. Uh, You'll start crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I really like this WrestleMania. And... um, I'll mention it now because it it doesn't get into my my list of top moments but one of the things which I which I always remember fondly from this WrestleMania is what I I I watched it live and I had my friend round with me who hadn't watched wrestling since really the kind of early to mid 2000s um and I was trying to explain to him all the stories I was trying to explain who the shield were and the Daniel Bryan story and all that kind of stuff um and one of the things he asked me was um, oh, uh, um, uh, Stone Cold and The Rock and like Triple H and Hulk Hogan and stuff, are they still there? I said, oh, no, no they're not really there. Triple H will be there wrestling, but yeah, none of the others wrestle anymore. And so then we watch the show live, and it starts with Hulk Hogan coming out, who gets interrupted by Stone Cold, who gets interrupted yeah. by The Rock, and then the <laughs> Triple H is in the first match. And he was just like, oh, I know all of these guys. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, that I, I remember it fondly for those reasons. Um, but yeah, like the Daniel, the whole Daniel Bryan storyline was one, as I've said before, was one of the things that kept me in wrestling and kind of drew me, drew me back into really loving it again. And it's what happens when WWE has an organic storyline; they let it grow and they just don't overcomplicate it because that's what the exact thing they've been guilty of with Becky Lynch. Yeah, is I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. <laughs> um, they've made it too complicated. They? So many fucking speed bumps and stuff. But, yeah, this WrestleMania is a really good one. You've got um, the first of the classic Andre the Giant Memorial about Royals. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't have a WrestleMania without them now. Uh, but, but we had Cesaro think, yeah, winning it. was it. quite good. Yeah, yeah we had good. Cesaro and the crowd going nuts for him. And the moment where we all thought, right, this is it. Cesaro <laughs> becomes the, the, the breakout star. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you've got the whole Daniel Bryan stuff. You've got The Shield.
0: For me... I got really sucked into this, because obviously I've gone to WrestleMania 29. The next WrestleMania is WrestleMania Day. It's the first on the network. And I can remember coming home from work, and there being this access talk show, where they were going through every single match, and they were talking about it, and they were talking with different people about it. And I can remember watching, in the build-up to WrestleMania, probably about... 40 to 50 hours worth of stuff in the final week.
3: Was that the one where they had uh, like um, Renee Young doing a show with Mean Gene? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember watching that as well. And do, do you wish that you'd gone to this one instead of the year before? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah,
2: maybe. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans is a bit further away than New York, though. Yeah,
0: and... To to be fair, it was my first WrestleMania and I would have classed WrestleMania I went to even near my top 10.
3: No. Even if we went to WrestleMania 9, I'd probably still say it was the best (laughs) WrestleMania ever. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No. no.
2: Um, Even
0: the people that went to WrestleMania 9 are like, no, shit. Right. Um, But yeah, this for me, the, the whole story and like... I'm not Daniel Byron's biggest fan, I'll I'll admit that, but this made you feel good.
3: Yeah, it was hard for anyone to to be a detractor of this story, I think. Um, It would even even be hard
0: for me to be a knob during this. Even you. Um, Even me, and I'm the biggest of knobs.
3: So, yeah, I I would definitely agree this would be up there on on my personal favourite manias. Fair enough
2: hell is the noise in the background <laughs> It's Hayden's boiler My
3: boiler dripping like fuck Not outwardly It's in the chamber Why does it drip? I don't know It just does that after, like, If it's been on If it's off for a while Then it does it
0: And on to my favourite Wrestlemania of all time Wrestlemania oh, I wonder 1. what
3: it could be <laughs> Wrestlemania 1?
2: And seven. I got you, I got
3: you. It's not a one and a seven. It's it's an an X X and a seven. seven. Well, it's 17. So it's
2: a one and a seven. We need to clear this up. How do we pronounce it?
3: 17. It's 17. Okay. People get get heated about that. X7 and WrestleMania 2000.
2: That was 2000, though. That wasn't 16.
3: So why wasn't WrestleMania X7... Why was that not WrestleMania 16, if 16 never happened?
2: 16 did happen. It was just called 2000, right? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, Matt, carry on.
0: Well, we've spoken about WrestleMania 17 a lot on this. Yeah.
1: It's our
0: favourite WrestleMania of all time. I would say everybody's favourite WrestleMania of all time. Most people's. I think
2: 30 and 17 tend to sort of alternate between one and two, uh, most fans, if I'm honest.
0: I think I ruined this tape <laughs> yeah. watching. Someone, well, luckily,
2: watching you can catch it on the award-winning WWE Network for only nine ninety nine a month. Get your first month free. Well, I can 20. now.
3: I couldn't at the time. <laughs>
2: yeah, you couldn't at the time. Um, I mean, there's there's not much more we can say about WrestleMania Seventeen, is there? Everybody's spoken about it. at 11. What I would say is that Rock versus Austin is. Was on my list of honourable mentions.
3: I just didn't honourably mention it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say actually that that used to I think be my favourite match ever, mm-hmm. or what I considered the best match ever. It's
0: definitely my favourite
3: um...
2: rock
0: oh, match. What's the word? It's called the package that they put oh, together. Right, yeah. That's promo literally
2: package. iconic. That that iconic uh, that video. Iconic. In my way. If you take and a look,
0: still in my head. Every time I hear that
3: song oh yeah every time
0: (laughs) I can see
2: Rock and Austin hitting each other
3: yeah I can can see Ali and Phil (laughs) pretending to hit each other
2: (laughs) Phil's our cousin yes for those who don't know Phil
3: hi Phil Um, when you just look at some of the names on this card I'm not going to read out all the names I'm just going to read out some of the bigger names when you read like the star power on this card you've got Chris Jericho William Regal Kane Big Show Eddie Guerrero Kurt Angle Chris Benoit Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, Stephanie, Trish, Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, Undertaker, Triple H, Stone Cold, The Rock. Like, that's a fucking lot. He's fucking right to centre. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul Buchanan. Moving on. Raven.
2: RVD?
3: Did you have RVD
2: in it? He wasn't in it. No, he, no, he, wasn't. he wasn't in it. Didn't not have RVD. He was next time Gets regal, wasn't he? he was the yeah. next one. Yeah. Absolutely insane WrestleMania. The biggest WrestleMania to date at that time, I think. And the the set was iconic. The, the stadium was but massive. I'm not saying iconic. I just... Now all I can think of is the <laughs> iconics. But it was iconic. The stadium was massive. Really great matches. Just brilliant, brilliant WrestleMania. And I uh, like you, Matt, I think I exhausted the, the tape on this one. I think I've watched it back so many times.
3: I mean... I'm You've got.
2: I even drew it out on the, when you know when you recorded a tape. And You stuck a little sticker on it to tell you what you write on, so, to tell you what the tape oh, was. Yeah. I even like drew the logo.
3: <laughs> you even had, which is very rare, especially for these days, a good live performance. You had. Oh uh, yeah, on. yeah. Um, it, this one, yeah, this one just had everything. Well, we'll get one from Elias this year, so it's fine. Hopefully, <laughs> if he doesn't get interrupted. Of course he won't. Whoever interrupts Elias. Um. So, yeah, I just think like this match alone, uh, this card alone has four, maybe five four star matches mm. and above. Yeah. So oh, it's just fucking great. It is great. So, thank you for your selection. Do you know what? I never quite actually realised. Oh. On the pre show, X Factor, Just Incredible, an X Pack with Albert.
2: It wasn't a pre show.
3: Was it not the pre-show oh, on heat? Oh, it was a dot. Oh yeah, on he. heat. Yeah. And defeated Grandmaster Sexy and Steve Blackman. <laughs> why don't I remember? In two well, minutes and forty-six fucking, seconds. Fucking I wonder
2: why. I wonder why they never got called Sexy Blackman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> or just Sexy Steve. Not <laughs> <laughs> a bad book.
2: <laughs> sexy Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And let's not
3: forget the uh, the Legends Battle Royal. Oh yeah, that was entertaining. The gimmick well. Battle Royal. Oh, yeah. the
2: gimmick battle royal. Won
3: by the Iron Sheik, right? Yep. Yeah. last eliminated Hillbilly Jim. The other participants... Right. Well, there's a whole bunch of people.
2: <laughs> so thank you, Matt, for your selection of um, greatest manias of all time. How about we get into perhaps the worst manias of all time? And I've also have only got three. Because um, I didn't want to focus too much on the negatives. And I don't want to go through them in detail. But um, I'd like to see whether you guys agree. Um, the first one up I've got is... WrestleMania 27. Yes. I thought this was a shit WrestleMania. <laughs> so let me just run through some of the Probably
3: la- the worst in the last 10 years, definitely.
2: Edge versus Alberto Del Rio.
3: Good match. Open up the show. Edge's last ever match as well.
2: So open the show. That was a good match. Cody Rose versus Rey Mysterio. Mm. 12 minutes. That
3: nearly made my underrated list.
2: Yeah, it was all right. Big Show Kane and Kofi Kingston and. Big Show Kane, Kofi, and Santino Morella against The Core in an eight-man tag team match. No. One minute, 32 seconds, that match no. was.
3: One minute, 32. Randy Orton <laughs> versus... a
2: charm. Randy Orton versus CM Punk.
3: Um,
2: this was a good, <sighs> alright so match, to be right. fair. Yeah. Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler. He defeated Jerry Lawler, defeated Jerry Lawler by disqualification. A 14-minute oh. match. Officiated by oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And we had...
3: Don't forget, we had uh, Jack, Swagger Jack Swagger there Swagger, yeah, yeah. and uh, the the anonymous general manager overturning the decision because Stone Cold had put his hands on Michael Cole. Yeah. Oh, God, this was awful. Absolutely
2: terrible. Then we had the Undertaker versus Triple H in the no-holds-barred match. So that was, you know...
3: It was no-holds-barred, I yeah.
2: thought so. So that was obviously good. That went half an Can hour. Can you tell hour. me
3: the difference between no disqualification and no-holds-barred? No, I can't. And um, these days, there's... A false count anywhere Therefore equates to no disqualification It always has Because you would think that You can't disqualify But like no no, A false count anywhere Just because you can pin someone On the outside of the ring Doesn't mean you can hit them with (laughs) a chair
2: It's always meant that Um, So that Obviously that match was good Then we had John Morrison
3: Oh god Snooki
2: (laughs) From Jersey Shore And Trish Trish Stratus 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 Defeating Dolph Ziggler I think And Lay Call I had a six-person mixed tag team match in the well, the penultimate match of the night. And that Snooki was. got the pin. Snooky got the fucking pin. Three minutes seventeen what seconds.
0: What the fuck, <laughs>
2: <laughs> And then the main event: The Miz going in as WWE champion, defeating John Cena with a little bit of help from The Rock um, and Alex Riley. Boo! <sighs> just, just wasn't a good Mania. Damn. Absolutely, that's a that's a really shit card. And the host was.
3: Fucking shit that year <laughs> It's a shame as well Because The Miz came to play
2: He did come to play
3: He had inflatable letters And everything And it was
2: awesome uh, And he got from the knocked rest- the fuck out He did get knocked the fuck out Yes uh, But the rest of the Wrestlemania and
3: despite main eventing That Wrestlemania card George Mizanen couldn't give a shit
2: <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't proud of him At that point He's now only proud Because he got He became a tag team champion Ridiculous story Ridiculous like. George you fucking
3: idiot um, moving on then, so yeah,
2: any disagreement with WrestleMania twenty seven? Going Man. through it, it is, it is particularly shit.
3: Nah, definitely the worst of the modern era for me.
2: Yeah, so this one might surprise you a little bit because my second worst WrestleMania ever is WrestleMania nine. Interesting. Second. Second, and I'll tell you for why. Not because it's a good a, a good WrestleMania in any way, shape, or form
3: because there was one worse
2: well yeah there is that
3: but <laughs> i think if
2: you take the the event it's just so weird and wacky if you just take it at face value there are people dressed in togas and like dressing as romans being carried out to their commentary position by like helpers on big beds it takes place in a, a car park in Las Vegas. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. There's bleachers up, no did you really know, seats.
3: This is the first WrestleMania, I believe, to sell out before any matches were made. Well, well it wasn't a big, very big crowd. No, but I don't know the exact WrestleMania but... nine and then WrestleMania ten did it the following year, and they were like the first two.
2: Yeah, I mean, the attendance of WrestleMania 9 was 16,891, apparently. So it's a small... That many?
3: Well, oh,
2: yeah.
3: Because, I mean, I mean might... Madison Square Garden the following year, I think, it was only about 19,000.
2: Yeah, Madison Square Garden's quite smaller though, to be fair. But I run through the card for you. In a dark match, Tito Santana
3: defeated... Tito Santana. Defeated Papa Shango in
2: eight minutes flat. So we didn't see that one. No one said, I don't think I've ever seen that match. All right, that Tatanka... Defeated Shawn Michaels by count-out in an IC title match. This was during Tatanga's undefeated reign, I think. Um, Reigns never, never made anything of it. One day, it eventually, what, just. What fucking finished. legend he was! Uh... Matt,
3: can you do a Tatanka impression?
2: Oh, hold well on! <laughs> on the spot.
0: Hold on, that is on the spot, Jesus. <laughs>
2: Fair enough. I didn't sound so great on the speaker.
3: <laughs> Ali, you met Tataka, haven't you? You what? you met met right? I have met Tataka, yeah. Bletchley Leisure Centre. Mm-hmm. Signed, so I, yeah, I, like I think. Robin. <laughs> so That match went 18 minutes long. Not the one in the Bletchley Leisure Centre. No. <laughs> the uh, mighty have fallen. Yeah. He had quite the title match at WrestleMania. to so Bletchley Leisure Centre.
2: I know. This match with Shawn Michaels went 18 minutes and ended on a count out. How disappointing. Um, the Steiner Brock Now this one wasn't so bad Steiner's defeated The Head Shrinkers Decent match 14 oh, minutes not that match Was that bad That uh, was good Yeah that was decent Doink defeated Crush In 8 minutes and 20 seconds This was An absolute clusterfuck Just the names Doink and Crush So, <laughs> so memorable sum up the 90s So even. memorable And in fact I really Actually quite liked The finish Because it was clever There was the two whole- The whole two doink thing Where he hit the fake arm And knocked Crush out And it was great But the match was terrible Razor Ramon defeated Bob Backlund for no reason, apparently, <laughs> in three minutes forty-five seconds. Um, for no reason. IRS and Ted DiBiase and Money Inc. defeated the Mega Maniacs, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, and Hulk Hogan by disqualification. So this was after, about Brutus, he had he was wearing a face mask. Hogan had a black eye. It was all a bit strange. There was a lot of stuff going on apparently backstage Apparently, that
0: black eye was because of Randy
2: Savage. Yeah. There's lots of rich yeah. stuff going on backstage, all the politics and stuff. Which, and this match went 18 and a half minutes, way too long.
3: And that was the last time you saw end. Hogan
2: that night, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. To end in a disqualification as well. Another one which didn't have a definitive ending. Lex Luger defeated Mr. Perfect in what was an alright match. Mr. Perfect tried his best to drag a oh, good yeah, match out of Lex Luger. Luger uh, it was alright. Um, and then The Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez. Wow. Moving on. This was shit. Seven minutes this went and it involved chlorophyll and just Undertaker being drugged and ugh, it was terrible. Memorable for a, a vulture accompanying the Undertaker to the ring. Also in the light though, so how we discussed it earlier, you know, just shit. Just a bit of shit.
3: I just don't... Ugh. They had to put muscles on him. <laughs> and John <No>, Yeah. <laughs>
2: Bad times. Bad, bad times. Um, I remember him debuting at Royal Rumble. Um, before that, just appearing and everyone being like,
3: "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> a bit like when that random sumo guy came down at the Saudi Arabia show.
2: That's true. Speaking of sumo, speaking of sumo, Yokozuna defend, um, defeated Bret Hart for the WWE or WWF World Heavyweight Championship the in a main means. Through various means, through salt or sand, or whatever it is Mr. Fuji had. Mr. Fuji's yeah. racist salt, according to it,
3: Christian. I can
0: remember seeing this and thinking,
2: oh, I fucking hate you, Mr. Fuji. Yeah. What a fucking evil bastard. Um, yeah, eight minutes, 55 seconds for the main event at WrestleMania. What you're
3: telling me, Matt, is that you got worked. <laughs> what a mark. Fucking mark.
2: Oh. Um, and then, obviously, afterwards, Hulk Hogan just gets given a
3: title shot for no reason because he's a good guy all right he came out he tried to help brett
2: i love brett's like acting to try and be like yeah go yeah, go it. on. it's fine yeah, just, and really just he's just fucking fuck seething <laughs> he's like, fucking a i think that's why he's so bitter now like there's just this one moment <laughs> anyway 22 seconds later hulk hogan's world champion and at a time where we thought we were over the Hulkamania, we were well on the, the Bret Hart train into the new era. Hulk Hogan ends WrestleMania 9 as well, champion. Brilliant. And that's why it's up there as one of the worst WrestleManias ever. But for me, it doesn't take the crown.
3: Any ideas what you think I might have put as number one? WrestleMania 1. Matt?
2: 1, 2 or 3? You're gonna be surprised, and I think I'm probably, I'm probably coming at this from maybe a different angle, and you probably won't agree. But WrestleMania WrestleMania Twenty Nine, I'm gonna fucking shiz. WrestleMania Eleven is my least favourite, and in my opinion, the worst WrestleMania of all time.
3: It's not particularly memorable, is it? Well, there is that. Carl Anderson was there. Part of it because
0: of was it because of the
2: Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor.
3: That is a big Lawrence big Taylor. part
2: of it. Firstly, and I'll get to Lawrence Taylor in a bit Bam Bam Bigelow, decent wrestler WrestleMania I always, main event always
3: liked him. <laughs> Main event of WrestleMania No, sorry No Imagine that these days if a celebrity went on well, in the I main love event
2: Bam, Bam He was alright, but was he a main event of WrestleMania? He wasn't even anywhere near the main event at this stage He had never won the IC title or back, anything like that Also back in the never times had a title match
3: Where the world title was last Yeah Back in those,
2: last. So the match went obviously second from last with Diesel defeating Shawn Michaels, and this was the the first time that I think the champion left WrestleMania having defended his title successfully, um, and that always felt a bit weird. Um, mm-hmm. But it was weird to see a face champion go into WrestleMania because that didn't usually happen. So it was yeah, it was a bit. I mean, Bret Hart didn't really lost. Um, so, so yeah. Was a bit, and the match itself, I mean, for sure Michaels' match at WrestleMania, probably one of his worst. And I think part of that's down to Diesel, part of it's just because I think they were majorly pissed off about not going on last. And that showed that throughout the like match. Shawn
3: Michaels' thing. One
2: of the worst jackknife um, power bombs Didn't I've ever seen. He did land
3: on his feet. Yeah,
2: pretty much. <laughs> um, in other news from that night, the Allied powers, Lex Luger and a British Bulldog, who I actually quite liked as a team, defeated the Blue Brothers, Jacob Blue and Eli Blue. Moving on. I have
3: no recollection.
2: Razor Ramon, with the 1-2-3 kid, defeated Jeff Jarrett by disqualification, so didn't win the IC title. Seeing a fucking pattern with this. Um, the Undertaker defeated King Kong Bundy, that recently deceased King Kong Bundy, uh, in a singles match with Larry Young as the special guest referee. No idea who Larry Young is. Owen Hart and Yokozuna defeated the Smoking Guns in what was probably the best match of the night.
3: Owen Hart and Yokozuna.
2: Well, they were teamed because they had... They were a great team Yeah they were a decent team To be fair Then the Bulldog Joined later on And you know It all got a bit weird Um, Bret Hart defeated Bob Backlund In Bret Hart's Worst Wrestlemania match Probably I mean the one With Yokozuna Weren't great But it was an I quit match And it was To get revenge On Bob Backlund Winning the title From him At the Survivor Series And I so wanted Bob Backlund To get his ass kicked In this match Because Matt Would testify I was distraught When Bob Backlund Beat Bret Hart (laughs) When anybody Beat Bret Hart and then, um, and then we went with Diesel versus Shawn. And then Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence fucking Taylor, who, as far as I can tell, was a legendary football player, who just—he was a very
3: good footballer. Happened well, to American
2: footballer. Happened to be given the opportunity to
3: main event WrestleMania. Imagine I mean, this having year, a fucking life. They went. Sorry, girls. You sit aside. Ginder versus Night Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> yeah, that's our main event.
2: Or Braun versus the guys from Saturday Night Live.
3: Yeah.
2: No, not having it, and that for me is why it's the worst WrestleMania of all time. that was back I'm when they actually...
3: were proper focused on celebrities. Yeah. There was loads. But well, they had Pamela Anderson. So they had the kid. They had one of the kids from Home Improvement. Yeah. I like.
2: Oh, what was his name? I can't remember. They, had, lo- like they, a they had loads of celebrities the there. But yeah, shit WrestleMania. Shit main event. Shit decision should have been Shaw versus Diesel, and that match would have been better had it gone on.
3: And even just the WrestleMania in Connecticut.
2: Yeah, well, it was like a, it was meant to be like a home field thing, yeah. and such. but no, it just didn't work.
3: Yeah, stick it in New York.
2: It got things got a lot better the following year.
3: Yeah, I agree. That's not a good
2: WrestleMania. I think it's worse than nine. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough.
2: You
0: did have
2: that on tape, though. Yeah, I mean, I've I've still bought it, still watched it a million times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Maybe that's why, because you were were really bitter about that At the
2: time, you probably thought it was the best WrestleMania. It probably was the best WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Right, Aidan, we're moving on. We've not got a lot of time, but so you've got to summarise the best moments of WrestleMania history in, like, seven minutes.
3: All right, no pressure. Um, so, everybody, like, WrestleMania these days is built around WrestleMania moments, classic moments that everybody remembers, and moments that are always replayed in the video packages and the stuff that you see surrounding WrestleMania. So, that's kind of what I've gone for when encapsulating my top five moments. Um, I had a shit ton of moments to choose from. I can imagine. I had. Probably at least 34. I had 19 in my list overall. Um, so, I'm quickly just going to whistle through some of them without real commentary. Um, and then I'll get to the top five. So, the ones um, ones that don't uh, reach my top five are, as mentioned previously, the Hogan, Austin and Rock segment of WrestleMania 30. Yeah, that's cool. I like that one. Daniel Bryan winning the title at 30. Okay. Daniel Bryan losing in 18 seconds, purely for what it spawned. But it's not really the moment in itself. Yeah. Um, Undertaker's... Uh, the ending of Wrestlemania 33 right, what we all yeah. thought was the retirement that if he'd retired cool. there and then it might be, have made I my have list happy with that <laughs> but it, it, he ruined it um you ruined it Randy Savage and Elizabeth reunite at Wrestlemania 7 Yeah, good moment people cried <laughs> people uh, we, didn't. we didn't Ultimate Warrior beats Hogan that whole scenario Wrestlemania big, 6 big big moment um I can't believe this is making it. Linda stands up. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest pop of the night. Linda McMahon stands up out of a, of, of her comatose, supposed comatose state at WrestleMania 17, gets a huge pop. Um, Kicks her a not, <laughs> not quite so iconic, though. Um, Hogan versus Rock, that whole experience. Um, Edge and Foley spear through the flaming table. Oh, yeah. right. That visual moment itself. Um, I'm sorry, I love you. No, it's not just me apologising. <laughs> that that it's like, what have you done? That visual, top-notch stuff. Um, final couple few kind, final couple few, <laughs> final <laughs> few moments. Um, I'm all flustered. The edge spear on Jeff Hardy at seventeen it didn't, make, it didn't make it. No, it not uh, it doesn't quite. It's it's replayed a lot, but in terms of individual moment, I don't know. Um, Hardy boys return. Oh yeah, gotta be out there. Not for Matt. <laughs> It. Brock ends the streak Oh I hated it I did not like it But it's a moment It is a moment It's a moment
2: WTF.
3: And these top two I feel harsh in leaving them out But they just don't quite get in my top five The Austin era begins At Austin, WrestleMania 14 <laughs> WrestleMania 14 uh, Just for what it spawned And my, my last one My sixth entry I guess you would call it is Shawn Michaels' splash off the ladder. Okay. Just when you think that like, every video, every WrestleMania video package, that's always there. Yeah. That clip. Hand, ha, arms and legs, widespread. Flying through the air. From what, at the time, felt oh like a massive ladder. Foot <laughs> in the air. Did um, you know that
0: that match only had one ladder? Yeah. yeah. They are only allowed to use in the, one. In, in the laps.
3: entire arena, I think. Or really yeah. in, around the ringside area, anyway. Um, so they're... And- they're oh go on go on sorry I was just going to say they're they're my my non my unseeded
0: unseeded unseeded well a quick quick side note to that splash Uh, apparently Scott Hall hates that splash because he has to sign that picture a thousand (laughs) times probably yeah
3: well it made him a shit ton of money so I wouldn't be that against it Um, right so now we get to my top five This was really hard Yeah I can imagine Really hard And I've tried to go for Best And not favourite Yeah Which is why Oh shit I've already mentioned it (laughs) Fucked up Alright Number five I've got icon versus icon yeah, you did already mention Hogan that. versus The Rock. We've spoken at length about that one in this, on this podcast. So, so. I'll skip over
2: that that's my number five. But I would agree.
3: Number four.
2: I would not.
3: The Heist of the Century.
2: I knew this one would make your list. Matt, would it make yours? That's what I want to know. I didn't
3: hear what you actually said. What was that? The Heist of the Century. Rollins cash in. Oh, I loved it. My, yeah. my personal favourite ending... To WrestleMania, not just my favorite, but I think the best ending to WrestleMania
2: ever. Yeah, I mean, um, I, maybe not the best, but I, for me, it's up there. Nobody saw <laughs> it coming. No, definitely didn't.
3: Number three, and we've already gone talked about this one in length, so I'll skip over this relatively quickly. Austin passes out. Great moment. All the blood.
2: Great moment.
3: Number two. Shawn Michaels. Descends from the roof at WrestleMania 12. You know what? from the heavens. I'd
2: actually forgotten about this.
3: But I, I, I kind of had as well. And then I was just thinking, I, I, I was thinking about most of these off the top of my head. So then I was like, right, let me just go through each WrestleMania in chronological order from what I can remember yeah. and see what moments come of it. So then I thought, oh, the Iron Man match, obviously. And I was thinking, something else happened here. Oh, obviously, he fucking jumps off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, he didn't jump after him, but yeah. So yeah, that, that clip of him from the riding here. through the air yeah. is always, always on the page. always shown, always played. And it's never gonna happen again, I don't think. Well, no, I wouldn't have thought so. So Well no after what I right, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um but I don't think anybody else could pull it off, to be honest with you. Um true, true fact. Which brings me to my number one. And it is something we've already mentioned, and it's not my personal favourite, but I think it is the biggest and most significant WrestleMania moment of all time. I don't know Hogan, what you're go with here. real name Terry Buella. body slams Andre the Giant, and wins the title. Yeah, well, well, not wins, yeah. he wins the match. Yeah, I think like it's always played. It's a bit, I've seen it a billion times. Crowd lose their mind at the time couldn't have been any more of a significant moment in wrestling and potentially even pop culture hmm. um, I mean
2: for, for the fact that it can transcend just wrestling
3: yeah as and, a moment and a, a, f- a three second moment still gets played today yeah I think it has to make well, number it one spot for beginning
2: me. of every single broadcast that WWE do and that's how important exactly. it is to uh, exactly
3: they, yeah they, they never want you to forget that even when Hulk Hogan was a little bit racist <laughs> Uh, sorry, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um,
2: Even when he was a little bit racist.
3: So that's maybe my number he one. Be just
2: a little bit racist.
3: No. no. Um, so that's my list. So a whistle stop tour of um, WrestleMania nineteen WrestleMania, WrestleMania moments. Yeah.
2: Well, I think maybe we can we can go into some more detail about these, and maybe on other shows we'll take some and just talk about them in more detail in the future. Um, so, thanks for your list, Aiden. Much appreciated. Do you know what I thought might make it Benoit?
3: I, f- I did consider it
2: <sighs> But you'd get too much stick from WWE We'd never get that sponsorship deal.
3: Exactly, we'd be banned from mania. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, interesting. But anyway, so thank you guys for your lists. I thought have made an interesting show. Yeah, I'd say so. Really enjoyed it. You know what we'll we'll um we'll be doing this time next week? Probably sleeping. Sleep uh but yeah, but then after that we'll be getting up in the morning to go to fucking WrestleMania. Well, to New York.
3: Then whoa, WrestleMania a few days whoa. after I feel like I've already done it Oh,
2: okay Never mind then See ya
3: Peter, I'll have your ticket I'll give you
2: <laughs> What do you mean you feel like you've already done it? Well, I have
3: Well, yeah but... I feel like the, the wait and the build up for it has been so long for me That It's been like a year
2: in the making for
3: us I'm, I'm just kind of like oh, God. Hurry up, like I wanna I want it to happen before I get bored of it.
2: But <laughs> well, this has literally been thirty one years in the making for me. My childhood dream will come true.
3: WrestleMania <laughs> twelve, great moment.
2: Wait, wait. Um, yeah so This time next week We'll be planning on Well we we'll are prepping For our trip to New York We'll be there Soon after
3: I will be panicking About the thing That I forgot to pack
2: <laughs> And uh, yeah We'll be going to Access Like most of our time And then we've got Like TakeOver And Hall of Fame And then WrestleMania And then Raw And then SmackDown And we've got loads Of other shit to be doing uh, And it's just gonna be Absolutely amazing And guys it will be a pleasure To share it with you Hopefully Hopefully Let's let's not fall out about anything. That's why. I'm talking not mainly. Not too much of a cop. I'm talking mainly to you two.
3: <laughs> Who else are you talking why? to? Well, literally just the us EW two. peeps. <laughs> Claire. <laughs>
2: Maybe Ashley. <actually. laughs> uh, so yeah, absolutely buzzing for WrestleMania. I know you guys are too. Um, Am I? Well, okay, Aiden is. As hell yeah, as, I am. as buzzing as Aiden gets,
3: <laughs> he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. Ask me on the day. Ask you on the
0: day. Right. I'll I wonder on. if he'll break, break, uh his his rule while we're away when we record a little bit. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll but he be yeah. more than
2: fine.
3: What happens in New York stays in New York, all right?
2: <laughs> um, are you just gonna walk around the whole time and say "fuck Brooklyn"?
3: I'm gonna do. This is the worst town. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright okay So yeah While we're out in New York We may or may not record We haven't fully decided But I think we will I think we'll do some recording it'll
3: if, be we ta- a, if, if, if we're taking the stuff We record It'd be a missed opportunity If we don't do some recording While we're out there And if,
0: if We don't do one When we're, when we're here It's
3: just <laughs> <laughs> Coming home from WrestleMania Delirious Oh uh, what the fuck Have you uploaded <laughs> um, And if If any of you Peeps are going let us know.
2: Yeah, well, um, we'll put it out on Twitter where we are and what we're doing, and yeah, just interact. And if there are any of you around the New York area during the time, then yeah, feel free to come see us. Give, oh. give us a chat. We might and even get what of on you If any of you want
0: me to to fuck off, <laughs> come see me.
2: It'll fifty more... pound ahead, i will be more than happy to do it. Yeah, fifty pound, please. Fifty dollars.
3: Um, no pounds. We'll that. Be... I'll
0: charge I'll charge five dollars.
3: I'll be attempting to kind of tweet while we're out there, giving people updates where we're at, what we're doing, what's going on, etc., for the people who aren't there to, to maybe um, to feel a bit experience. more involved, depending on how much data I have and <laughs> how much I'm allowed. maybe allowed to use
2: your normal data. America mm. is one of the zones that sometimes you can.
3: Interesting, in which so, case I may have third And gigi. to be
2: fair, sure there's going to be Wi-Fi everywhere. That's true. It is America. Anyway, right, so we may or may not record... Um, In the next sort of week and a half.
3: Definitely not next week. Not next Wednesday. I'd say more than likely the following Wednesday. By, I think, by, we will do an
2: episode episode. by WrestleMania. Definitely. And then we'll at least do one after.
3: Saturday daytime, I reckon, might be a good time. It might be a good time, yeah. okay. it before takeover, you know, that sounds quite early. After access. We're
2: not sightseeing. Oh, yeah, there is that.
3: We'll find some time. What's that? Sightseeing.
2: Maybe we'll do it after, like, Hall of Fame or, you know, something like that
3: yeah we'll see
2: well so thank you very much for joining us on what is our go home show for Wrestlemania currently may not be <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed talking about Wrestlemania as much as we have enjoyed going back and watching and listening and experiencing these things um, if you've liked the podcast do please give us a follow on twitter at the underscore PWP and on instagram at the underscore PWP and if you want to follow us individually Matt where can they find you up there in Bumblebee. Aidan where can they find you
3: uh, don't even bother with my personal account. Just go to the uh, at the underscore <laughs> BWV. <laughs> That's fair enough. And at
2: Alibunk yeah, you can find mine uh, there. So thank you very much for listening. And we will see you at some point next week.